0: Amen. So here at Genesis Church, I wear a lot of different hats. I do a lot of different things. One of the things I do here at Genesis, and I don't even know how I ended up with this job, but I have it, is I look after, for when people search for Genesis Church on Google, I look after what they see when they search for us. Believe it or not, in this day and age, we have a fantastic website. We have an unbelievable social media presence. But the way that most people who are not church people or who do not know Genesis Church find us is a Google search. They find us on Google. They search for churches near me, churches in Medford, whatever it is, and they come to our landing page. And there also you will find that different people have left reviews about Genesis Church. And there's some fantastic reviews. And then there's the fact that you can't please everyone because you get reviews something like this one. (laughs) Okay, let me just say this. If you are here today and you read that review and you're waiting for the alien worship part of the service, I'm really sorry you're going to be disappointed, okay? You cannot please everyone. However, there are a lot of people who are pleased. And this week, I looked through some of the reviews. And here's some of the things that were said about us. The people are very nice and very welcoming. We'll definitely be coming back. I cannot believe how accepted I feel at Genesis. The hugs are warm, the laughter infectious. Another one says, if you're looking for a church that's genuine unpretentious, accepting, and loving, this is the place. Another one says, love this church. It's such a safe place to come and be yourself. A big space, loving people from different backgrounds, spending an hour together to forget the rest of the world and just be with God. I love this one. It says this, I have not yet visited this church. However, my mom goes every week and loves it. I've seen such a change in her spirit and attitude. She used to be sad and always sick. And since going to this church, she has been so much happier and healthier. I can hear it in her voice and see her peacefulness. God bless them all. And then there was an edit. It said this, I finally got there. It was an awesome sermon and a fr- people are friendly and warm. couple more. Very friendly, very welcoming best church i've ever been to a church that feels united as a family very friendly atmosphere another one family like environment amazing church they are so welcoming warm welcoming friendly family atmosphere loving fellowship do you see there's a there's a thread there right friendly warm atmosphere and when today as we look at 5 for 25 the word i want to look at is community. If there is one word that could be used to describe Genesis Church, I feel that it is, we are a community. It's a family-friendly atmosphere. And that is so, so important. And here's why. Our society as a whole loves independence, okay? This country was founded on a document called the Declaration of Independence, okay? Old blue eyes crooned that he did it my way, right? At least one person in here grew up idolizing the Lone Ranger, okay? He possibly may be related to me and wore a plaid shirt, but I won't say who it is, right? Here is the problem, we're being fed this lie, that the key to happiness is independence. Relationally, financially, in every part of our life, we need to get to the point where we can do it by ourselves. It's the only way we're going to be happy. If I can say, I stood on my own two feet, I achieved this by myself, I don't need anyone else, I can do this all alone if I'm totally self-sufficient, you know what? Then I will be happy. Let's look at how that's working for us. In May of this year, 2023, and you may not know this, the Surgeon General announced that we were living in an epidemic and it's not the one you're thinking of. Right now, We are living, as per the Surgeon General, in an epidemic of loneliness. People are lonely. Last year, in America, 50,000 people took their own lives. That means, by the end of today, about 150 people will decide that life isn't working for them and they would be better not being here. Our way is not working. Self-sufficiency is not the answer. We need each other. The great news is that God has an antidote to fix what's failing us. See, God says the key to happiness is not independence, it's actually interdependence. He created us to be together in community. We need each other. Romans 12 says this, just as there are many parts to our bodies, so it is with Christ's body. We are all parts of it, and it takes every one of us to make it complete. Because we have different work to do, so we belong to each other, and each needs all the others. We need each other. Community, despite what the world is telling us, is not optional. Now, I will be completely honest. It's always good when a preacher says that, right? This this part I'm going to be honest about. There are some days when I would quite be okay with having the life that Tom Hanks had in the movie Castaway with only a volleyball for somebody to hang out with, right? I mean, am I the only one? There's some days where I'd be quite okay, it feels like, with that. But here's the thing. God created me to be with others. That means to accomplish everything that he has made me to accomplish, to be everything that God has made me to be, to live life to the absolute fullest. I need other people. And so today, as we go through and as we celebrate Genesis Church being 25, and as I say, we do pretty good as community. It's one of the things, obviously, we are known for. I just want to quickly remind us why it's so important. And for some of you who would be right there with me being happy on a desert island, to remind you, you know what? It's not what God created us for. God created us to be with other people. That's what He made us for. So, why do we need community? Why is it such an integral part of the Genesis DNA? First thing is this we need workout buddies. That was nervous laughter because you thought I'm going to make you all stand up and do jumping jacks right now, right? No, but here, think about this, right? Life that we are all living and going through is a journey. It's not a stagnant thing. We are walking all the time. Colossians 2.6 says this, Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Throughout the scripture, the Bible talks a lot about walking, walk in light, walk in the spirit, walk in freedom, walk in love, walk as Jesus loved. The word walk is used a lot when it comes to the life that we are living and this journey that we are on. Now, that nervous laughter when you saw the word workout, buddies, I'm right there with you, okay? I will be completely honest. As soon as I hear the word workout, activity, exercise, my brain, there's a part of it just shuts off because, sorry, that's just not my thing. I don't really enjoy it. I don't really, I don't enjoy it at all, right? (laughs) Hopefully some of you are like that. Now, to prove that God has a sense of humor, I'm married to a phys ed teacher, So, in our relationship, there's one of us who gets up at 4 o'clock every morning to run 10 miles. There's the other one who does not know that 4 o'clock exists except for p.m., okay? But over the course of our marriage, you know what? We've spent a lot of time together, and we do do a lot of walking, hiking, a lot of being kind of, in quotes, a lot of, right? But we go on those. And there's some things that I've learned when it comes to walking, and I think they apply here to us when it comes to us walking through life and walking through this journey. Why do I need a workout buddy in this life that I am on? First is this, it's safer to walk with a buddy. It's safer to have somebody walking with. This world is a dark, dangerous place. When it comes to the physical, I would never go walking by myself somewhere that I knew is dark and dangerous. Life is the same. We need people alongside us because it's safer. Secondly, it's more supportive to walk with a buddy. Ever been walking and you feel like giving up? Right? And then the person with you reminds you we've only hit the mailbox. We still have a ways to go. Right? There are going to be times in this life you're going to feel like giving up. But you know what? You have somebody there beside you, and they keep you going. If you ever watch geese fly, they don't fly alone. They fly in V formation. Why do they do that? Because they can fly further as they support each other. There's a Zambian proverb that says this, when you run alone, you run fast. But when you run together... You run far. Life is not a sprint. It is a marathon. I need support. I need others to support me on it. And thirdly, it's smarter to walk with a buddy. It's smarter to go through life with friends. You're going to learn more by walking with somebody than you would if you walk alone. If I walk alone and I make a path, the wrong way, there's nobody there to tell me, you know what, you're headed in the right wrong direction. You know what, do you remember we passed that tree, not that tree, right? We need other people to help us when we are lost, when we need to get back on course. It is smarter to walk with somebody. In fact, Proverbs 28 says this, only fools would trust what they alone think. If I say one thing, and you all say something else, guess who's wrong? You're right, you all are, but besides that, <laughs> right? But, right? but if, I say, if I think one thing and everybody else says another, chances are I'm wrong. But I don't know I'm wrong unless I am walking with a whole bunch of people. I have people in my lives to say, you know what? I don't think that's a good idea. Why is it so important? We need workout buddies. God hates loneliness. In fact, he hates it so much that he put each and every one of us actually into two families. We have our biological family, but we also, when we come into relationship with Christ, we are put into our spiritual family. We're all in two families. One of those families we are going to have forever And as you look around today, that is a scary thought. But we're going to be with each other forever. And that's why we are so intentional about community here at Genesis Church. We need folks who are on the same workout plan as us. We need people who are walking in God and walking in his word. We need people who will keep us safe. We need people who will support us, we need people who will help us make good decisions when we might not make the best decisions. We need workout buddies. I am sure that a lot of people look at our leadership structure here at Genesis and and figure that the only reason a guy would hire his daughter to work with him is she becomes a bit of a rubber stamp and she approves of anything that he says and she doesn't give him any feedback and if you think that you're about as wrong as you could possibly be. Uh Uh-huh, dad says. Dad and I actually have a lot of discussions. Now, we don't fight, we don't raise our voices or anything, but we have discussions about what he's wrong about and what I'm right about, Okay? (laughs) It's It's so funny how it always works that way. Always, right? There is one area of this church where we do from time to time have a discussion, and it is to do with having the breakfast before service that we have out in the cafe. Now, there are two reasons why every so often I will bring that up. Number one is, and I'm about to fall mightily in some of your uh, estimation, or some of you, is I hate coffee. I don't like coffee, okay? Okay? Yay, somebody else is with me. So I just don't understand the fact that some of you are unable to walk from the front door to this barn door without having to go to the coffee counter first. Like, I don't understand that. I don't get it. So that's one reason why sometimes I will say, maybe we should stop doing breakfast. The other reason, some of you are shuddering right now. (laughs) You still had breakfast today, so I still have a, no. The other reason that sometimes I will say it is um, one of the many, many hats, again, that I wear around here is I pay the bills. It costs us a lot of money, actually, to do breakfast every Sunday. But here's what I'm going to tell you. It's going nowhere. I, I realize every time I say it, it's going nowhere. And here's why. When you go out there on a Sunday morning before service, And you look around at everything that's happening out there. That's community. Right? That's community. In the Bible, it talks a lot in the New Testament of the new New Testament church there. And they talk a lot about breaking bread together. At Genesis, that's how we break bread together. And we sit out there. And we support each other. And we love on each other. And we tell each other what you're doing wrong or what you're doing right. And we sympathize with each other. And we listen to each other. That is community. It's also why it's going nowhere. So just in case you're worried at all, it's all good. Right? That is community. We walk together. And that's just one example of how it happens here at Genesis Church. Why is community so important? We need workout buddies. Secondly, why is community so important? We need work buddies. Ephesians 2.10, it says this, it is God himself who has made us what we are and given us new lives from Christ Jesus. And long ages ago, he planned what we should spend these lives in helping others. That we should spend these lives in helping others. Before you were even conceived, God had a plan and a purpose for you. He knew exactly what he wanted you to do. Which means, you want to know when life begins? Well, let's back it up even further, even before conception. And let me also say this. It also means this. He had a plan and a purpose for you. It means there is not one single person on this earth who is here by accident. God had a plan and a purpose for you. There's accidental parents sometimes. There are no accidental children. Every single one of you was born for a reason. And so, to fulfill that purpose... He gave you the gifts, he gave you the talents, he gave you the life experiences that you would need in order to carry out the plans that he had for you. But here's the thing, he gave no one person every single gift and talent that is needed to fulfill his work on this earth. We're pretty much a bit like a jigsaw puzzle. We all need to come together to make the big picture. In Corinthians, it talks about it this way. It says, 1 Corinthians 12, our bodies have many parts, but the many parts make up only one body when they are all put together. So it is with the body of Christ. So you put us all together and we make up the different parts of one body. it, It goes on and says this. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body. And what would you think if you heard an ear say, I am not part of the body because I am only an ear and not an eye. Would that make it any less a part of the body? Suppose the whole body were an eye. Then how would you hear? Or if the whole body were just one big ear, How could you smell anything? Right now, you're picturing a body that is just an eye or an ear, aren't you? Right? It's like something out of science fiction. But you get what it's saying, right? If we all had one gift, the same gift, we would be a very ineffective body because we wouldn't be able to do all the things that a body does. In fact, it goes on and it says this, but that isn't the way God has made us. He has made many parts for our bodies and has put each part just where he wants it. What a strange thing a body would be if it had only one part. So he has made many parts, but there is still only one body. Teamwork. We all come together with our gifts, our talents, our experiences, good and bad. Painful and things we've wanted to go through we come together with all of that and When we all come together we operate as a body You may think you know what I'm not too glamorous what I do nobody can see that's okay Do you know if you get your big toes removed you have to learn to walk all over again? You may be the big toe today. We need you Okay There's even an appendix in here somewhere, okay? Every single part is needed. Best gauge of how effective a church is, in my estimation, is this. If it closed its doors, would anybody notice? And I think we can safely say at Genesis Church, the answer is yes. We have impacted so many people both here at home and overseas. But not one single person has done that. Genesis Church has been so successful in our outreaches because so many different people have undertaken the work, have stepped up and said, I can't do that part, but I can do this part. I don't have that talent, but you know what? I have that t- this talent. Three weeks from today, At exactly this time, thereabouts, I will be getting ready to touch down in Puerto Plata, Dominican Republic, with a team of 22 of us going out from here from Genesis Church. I think, again, because I wear a lot of hats around here, I think it is about my 20th team that I have taken down in the past 25 years. In fact, there's been a couple of teams I haven't been on, which means here at Genesis Church, we have sent out over 20 teams to the Dominican Republic in the past 25 years. We've also sent multiple teams to South Africa. We sent a team to Banda Achi, um, Indonesia, after the tsunami in 2004. We've sent teams to Spain. We've sent teams to Haiti. We sent multiple teams to New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. Recently, we've been sending work teams up to the 180 Center up in Connecticut to help them there with their program and to help build out the building that they have there. Which means there are hundreds of people who have been a part of those teams. But there are hundreds who haven't. And that's okay. Because the hundreds who haven't have been praying for us. Some of you, um, a couple of weeks ago on my Facebook page, I put a request and said we needed some meds, and some of you have been bringing in medication. Some of you have helped us to organize and to get supplies together and things like that. Every single person doing their part. I did a deep dive this week and looked up some numbers over the past 25 years here at Genesis Church. If you look at our missions, our monthly missions offering giving, if you look at our sponsorship for Project Hope, the school down there in San Marcos, if you look at a number of missions projects that we have done over the course of 25 years, you are looking at you all as a body have given over $1.5 million to people who need it. That did not come from one person. That came from different parts of the body saying, you know what, I can do this. I have this. I can bless with this. I can't make a huge difference on my own. I can't change the world on my own. But you know what? If we as Christ's body actually got together and started using the talents and the gifts that he gave us, Man, we can make a huge difference in this world. And that is why we need community. We need work buddies. We need to come along each other in the work that God has given us. Can I just say that Vince took some of my time so I get extra? Is that how this is working? (laughs) Number three, quickly. We need workout buddies. We need work buddies. And quickly, let me just say this. We need buddies. We need people who will defend us, who will stand up for us, who will protect us, who will keep us on track, who will watch our backs, who will warn us when things are coming. Philippians 2.4 says, everyone should look not to his own interests, but rather to the interests of others. We did a series a couple of months ago called Countercultural Christ. This verse is Countercultural U.S. Living 2023. Because we are taught and we are told that, you know what, you look out for yourself, you look out for yourself, you make sure you're okay. If you're okay, things are okay. And the Bible says, no, that's not how this works. Guess what? I'm not meant to be looking out for myself. I'm meant to be looking out for other people. That's how this is supposed to work. America may say it's all about me, my needs, my interests, my desires, my ambitions. But that's not how life is supposed to be. Every time Eric and I go away, we will tell our neighbors we're going away. It's like, you know what, we're going to be away these days. Here's some phone numbers of people here if you need to get in touch with them, whatever it is. And some of you might do the same or you change the batteries in your cameras. You make sure that somebody is always watching your stuff. But here's the thing. Who's watching your spiritual side? Who's watching your soul? Who's looking out for you? Your soul is a lot more important than your stuff. Who's helping you stay on track spiritually? Who's there to support you when you're discouraged or encourage you not to give up or come alongside you when life gets hard? That's why God gave us family. That's why God gave us community. That's why this morning we should be thankful for what we have here at Genesis Church. Ecclesiastes 4.10 says this, if you fall, your friend can help you up. But if you fall without having a friend nearby, you are really in trouble. Why community? Why is community so important? Why is it a part of what we want to do at Genesis, but also a part of maybe what we need to grow here at Genesis? We need workout buddies. As we walk through this life, we need somebody right there beside us. We need work buddies. In order to accomplish what God has asked us to accomplish, it will take more than one person and one person's gifts and abilities. And we need buddies. Somebody watching out for me helping me when it comes to the spiritual parts of my life, making sure when I get off track, they're going to help me get back on track. That is why community is so important. We need all of these things. But finally, let me just say this. Others need you too. This relationship goes both ways. I need you, but believe it or not, you need me also. So what does our response need to be today to this? What do we say? Yes, we're good at community here at Genesis Church, but let's not rest on our laurels. Today we need to give thanks that we have a church family like this, that we are so much like a family atmosphere and we are family together and we got folks. We need to value our community. Today you may need to say, you know what? I prioritize this community. There's some other things that have been getting in the way, and you know what? I need to get back and be a part of community here. Or finally, it may be that this morning you haven't dove, dived right in to Genesis Church. And this morning is a time when you say, you know what? I'm kind of on the outside looking in. Maybe it's time that I commit and say, you know what? This is my community. How do I get closer to others? What can I do to be a better part of this community? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you today for this church family that you have placed so many of us in. God, we thank you for your faithfulness over 25 years. And God, I thank you for the community that you have given us. But God, I am... Painfully aware that for a lot of us, we may not be diving in as much as we should to this community. So God, today I pray that you would help us to prioritize and to look out for people who can be right alongside us as we walk through life. God, help us to be a part of what you are doing, to invest our time and our talents and our gifts and say, where can I help? Where can I get on board? What can I do to further your kingdom? And God, I just pray that you would just bring us closer and closer and knit us closer together as a family. We thank you for this church. I thank you for all the people who are part of this church. And today we commit it to you. But we ask that you would just help us in any way we need. And we thank you for it. Amen.